catching me on a towards the end of a very yeah the, i week. see the aftermath of your <laughs> child's second birthday party <laughs> welcome to the mess that i call yeah. my yeah. my home yeah next time dude run out of chuck e cheese yeah <laughs> yeah no I'm, I'm gonna tell everybody what you told me which is what well, you should have worn a condom dude Is <laughs> 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 what you told me and uh, i resent that 100 percent uh you, yeah, you, um, because you're right. It's what I'm <laughs> because you're right. That's why I'm mad. <laughs> hey, so welcome to the show. I'm Teddy. I got Chris next to me. Yeah, um, welcome to episode six. Yeah, six. This is barely a podcast. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Been? I, I need to inform you. Yeah, uh-huh. we're monetized. We're monetized. <laughs> <laughs> we made a whole ninety-eight cents. Yeah, I, I will not knock it. I. And you, I know you're not trying to. No, no. I know it's like it's good to get monetized. Yeah. I just it's just I, it's funny because like because like, <laughs> you're like, I can quit my job now. I'm monetized. <laughs> so Chris calls me the other night just laughing. <laughs> hysterically. <laughs> hysterically almost. It's like so I was like, so guess what happens? And I always like to do the joke. All right. I'm going to guess. Just don't tell me. And then he starts telling me, so we're monetized. We made money. Just guess how much. And I'm like, okay, like it's got to be. Obviously, this is some some hilariously low low number. <laughs> I'm like, 40 cents is like, yep, it's 90-something. After tax, it's probably what you're calling it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're pretty excited about that. This that episode, is, it is cool. Yeah. Um, I, I genuinely was surprised. I didn't think we were um, monetized. Neither. I just put the ads up, man. Yeah. Uh, it's good PR, PR work. Yeah. I, d- I did, you know, I just clicked the button and mm. monetized. Don't, don't, don't belittle you. The, the hard uh, work you've done. I've, yeah, so much Clicking work. a button is yeah. a, takes a... It takes a lot, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I, I sprained my finger one time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you have it a splint hurts. on there yeah. right now. I have a finger cast on. <laughs> For that thing, I just, I just injured myself. Yeah, I injured myself. <laughs> checking a box. Pushing, pushing yeah. a button on a touch screen. Yeah. Well, not not much really in a way of pivoting, but uh, just to dive right into what we wanted to discuss. And I think a fairly serious issue um, yeah. for present day America. But I want to ask you like a, m- almost to start off a lighthearted question, That's I guess. Not. Have you ever felt like the compulsion to, in your teenagers, I assume, to get jacked up? Like a feel, yeah, you know that gym bro muscle six pack have, um, you ever, have you ever had that moment um no hmm. but that doesn't mean i what i didn't feel comfortable in my body hmm. like because i mean when you're i feel like this this bodily dysmorphia thing that people like it's like a widespread thing now i, I think people are conflating puberty with it and it's just like when you're i mean i didn't feel like I felt right in my body until I was like in my twenties. I'm like, that eh, feels right. You know, it's it takes a while. I mean, you're because you're still growing. Yeah. So you're you're in a constant state of uncomfort. Mm. You got growing pains. You got yeah, like all kinds of things going on. So yeah, and then on top of that, your hor- hormones are being flushed into your body at an alarming rate. Yeah. So so your your brain chemistry is changing. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, you're not gonna feel. Like yourself, mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. you're changing. You are now in the the cocoon state, and you're gonna <laughs> l- 
morph into some fucked up butterfly yeah. <laughs> in, in a couple of years. <laughs> and indeed we have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously the topic sort of goes into multiple aspects of our, our, our culture and our life right now. Yeah. All the way from children. Yeah. Obesity well, and childhood. I, I think it's because adults. children are being told that they have this thing. Yeah. I don't think children really think it. Yeah. Because like, come on, man. Kids are dumb. Well, so you, you're <laughs> you're particularly talking about sort of dysmorphia in terms of um, well, not feeling like their body's the yeah, right body. Well, yeah, because they're, they're yeah. told that. Yeah. I mean, like, they're, they're be, it's being pushed. Yeah. And it's like, hey, like, it's like the detransitioner thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there, was a, there was a girl, she, she told me, like, oh, not me, but she's telling the audience mm-hmm. uh, in elaborate detail how they convinced her that she was trans. Mm-hmm. Like that, and they, uh, by means it started when she was fourteen. Mm-hmm. So this is already weird that adults are talking to a fourteen-year-old about mm-hmm. this stuff because mm-hmm. they're like, if you like gay porn, which why are you showing a fourteen-year-old girl gay porn? Mm-hmm. Then you might be a guy, which that doesn't really make sense. Really, not on the face of it. Yeah, not, not really. on the face of it. So that doesn't <laughs> make sense. So she, yeah. she, like, as a kid, she's just like, oh, well, maybe. You know, because she doesn't fucking know. It's an impressionable moment. Yeah. yeah. And then, so they're like, why, why, well, why don't you cut your hair? You know, just cut your hair like in a boy cut and see how you feel. And then so, so she goes and does it. And then they're showering her with praise. They're what cults do. It's called love bombing. So like when you feel like, uh, uh, like you want to leave the cult, they yeah. shower you with love. Yeah. So that way you don't feel like you want to leave because these people love you so much. Yeah. You're being incentivized to act a certain yeah. way. Yeah. So she feels yeah. all this praise. So she's like, I must look awesome. Yeah. So it makes you feel good because you're being praised for it. So they're like, why don't you try wearing boy clothes? Mm-hmm. And then um, so she did for a while. and started wearing boy clothes. And then, uh, of course, the same thing again. Showered with praise. Yeah. And then so she feels really good. And they're like, well, you should go down to Planned Parenthood and get testosterone. Mm-hmm. Which she went to Planned Parenthood. No questions asked, which is weird because she was, I think, 15 at the time. Mm-hmm. Went to Planned Parenthood at 15. And they're like, yeah, we'll give you testosterone. I didn't which know that's they offered hormone replacement. I, and I, I don't remember what yeah. state she said she was. Okay. In, but what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, pretty For absurd. one, a minor. Yeah. No parental consent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the hell? But th- then she realized that because she could just go easily do this, mm. uh, that that it, it didn't feel right. But she quit because she had a double mastectomy scheduled. She didn't do it, but yeah. she had one scheduled. But the hormones fucked her up. She did yeah. take the hormones. I mean, people think the surgery is obviously clearly a sort of no return kind of well, investment. <laughs> well, it is. Well, especially the bottom surgery. Yeah. I mean, so double mastectomy, you can't ever get that memory tissue back. Yeah. It's, you're done. Uh, you could cosmetically have an appendage yeah. there. I mean, it just. Yeah. It won't function. It's It won't be a memory tissue. Yeah. No. Um, but those are like a no return, like a one way ticket kind of situation. But hormone therapy, early, especially intervention, yeah. is also just as oh yeah, permanent. absolutely, I agree. Because yeah. like if you stop puberty from happening, yeah, th- that's not your gross. It makes your bones brittle. Correct. I oh, mean, well, there's, there's, there's a lot of 
Like there's a, a lot there's of a lot of uh, repercussions of that, especially you, down the line. It can make yeah. you infertile. I mean, it, all kinds that of stuff. That would be the f- one of the first things that would happen because yeah. you're not going to go through the secondary sexual yeah. characteristics that you would expect to, mm-hmm. to reach sexual maturity. Well, here's the thing that you've said that actually stuck with me, which is um, that adulation, yeah. that positive reinforcement that you hear from people. Yeah. And I see that. And the only reason I... Because I, I don't I don't know how that feels like when someone tells me I feel like I'm in the wrong body. Yeah. Because I don't understand what that means. The only yeah. thing I have is to maybe look at other things in life. And that's what I wanted to explore with you today. And that's what you and I have talked yeah. in the past. I mean, days. well, there's people who um have like uh bodily dysphoria to the part where they feel like they don't need to have like a limb. Like they want to have There's like those. a limb amputated, yeah. and, and like it's like, do you do you abide by these people? But, but yeah. no, you abide by a child who's Correct. like, I yeah. I want to have my. Junk oh, the, cut the, abs- off. the absurdity yeah, of this is pretty clear, especially when you're talking about people that feel like I have a phantom limb, like whatever, yeah. right? What, well, what, no, phantom limb syndrome's different. Well, I'm you, not talking about yeah. like that phantom thing. I'm saying like I want to have like a phantom amputee kind yeah. of thing, right? Like I, yeah. I feel like I need it yeah. to be exactly. I'm yeah. in a body where I, I don't need to have this limb. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. So but yeah, but they don't do those surgeries. They don't amputate when you have a well working limb. I I recall a case of someone who blinded themselves. Yeah. Because well, she yeah, there's people who do it themselves, but I'm yeah. saying a medical professional will not, not go about doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean not not if you want to lose your Yeah, you will absolutely <laughs> lose your fucking face. At least in, at least in America where there but, is where they're less scrupulous about your practice yeah, other countries. But now they're threatening do. to mm. to remove people's licenses for not doing these surgeries. Well, that that would be absurd. I, I I think there would be there would be a a quick pushback against that kind of policy if it was well, going the, to be mandated. The doc- a lot of the doctors are towing the line, man. Yeah, because like you can malpractice sue for fucking almost anything. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's a uh, shady thing. Doctor stepped on my toe. Malpractice lawsuit. Yeah. It's an accident. You're just walking in the hallway. Yeah, it, I have not had a chance to practice in America, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. the practice in Ethiopia it's, it's is pretty bro. different. <laughs> it's different. Yeah, it, there is less ethical um, dilemmas standards. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, the thing I, I wanted to finish first was, so because you and I probably, in all fairness, cannot really empathize with that kind of potentially for for assuming that some of those claims are potentially true. Yeah. What we can then do is, I guess, look at other cases of body dysmorphia, for example, which is why I asked you about if you've ever felt that compulsion yeah. to feel yeah. jacked. Um, yeah, no. And um, like what you said becomes relevant here because it usually is almost guys complimenting each other. It's not really girls. Yeah. Like After a certain point, girls will clearly tell you, you are too jacked up. Yeah. Like you are too muscular. This yeah. is, I don't find this attractive. Like the Lee Haney and the... Those era of the muscle. Well, you know I mean, girls are more um, positive in other ways to females when it's unhealthy, like the whole body positivity thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's not healthy exactly. to be overweight. Like Lizzo, right? Yeah. Like they're saying she's gorgeous. I'm sorry, she's not. She's morbidly obese. She is, and yeah. it, and like she's not attractive in any way, shape, or form. It's well, the attraction part would be subjective, but th- so well, this is this yes. Is, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that yeah. there isn't. Su- but come on, do you think the vast majority of men find her attractive? I would I, say I'm no. pretty sure there is. I'd say no. Like yes, yeah. exa- that's what I'm saying. When I say no one, I mean the Correct. vast majority. Yes, yeah. Uh, there, there is people who are like, 
Oh damn, she fine. She's she's yeah, the alpha and omega of my. <laughs> but yeah, Aphrodite. But but girls do that all the time because a lot of uh, like girls when you, especially when you're younger, mm-hmm. they give each other bad advice mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're in competition with each other for guys or yeah. stuff like that. Because like, I mean, because like, what happens when uh, this is off the topic? But yeah. like, girls look like you're you're mad at your man. Fuck that dude. Go. Come out and drink, get drunk, yeah, and then yeah. you make a mistake. Correct. And then, because you listen to your fucking friend. Yeah, but I, I know what you're saying about girls sort of a, sort of reinforcing that bad yeah. behavior of like not being in shape. Yeah. Or well, they they okay because you see what happened with Adele, right? Uh huh. So Adele was heavy and she was getting all this praise, and then she lost weight, and then her fans turned against her. Mm-hmm. She lost a lot of weight, and so then she put it back on. And then everybody's giving her praise, but then she lost it again, and people hate it. And I don't know if she's kept it off because I don't follow her. But mm. last time I saw her, she was <gasps> slim. You don't follow it down? No, I don't like it. I now. find that a shocker, dude. What the hell? Come on, <laughs> she's she's a queen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't like her music, man. <laughs> but but let, so if we delve into that a little further in, so what do you think was, for example, happening to Adele? Like, what was going on in her head? Do you uh, think it's well, her I mean, sort of succumbing to? Uh, because well, we do have another extreme of I think I think she lost weight initially not not for for herself for her health because it's healthier to be thin. But you do but but you also do recognize that there's also an, a very terrible beauty standard of us requiring um, women to be like a size 0. Well, oh super skinny. That, that's I think men don't really set the beauty standard anymore women do. Um hmm. there are things that men find objectively attractive. But you can just, most women find the average woman attractive. Your average man will find the average woman attractive. Um, Because men aren't aren't as picky as you think think we are based on dating app statistics. Yeah. Because we swipe right on dating apps 60 to 80% of the time. Women swipe right 15 to 20. So there it, are the seem, factors, it seems that there, yeah. women are pickier and women are the ones judging like the beauty standards. It's like they, they, is they, it beauty or money, though. Well, it, it, it could be a combination of both. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, the beauty industry makes money. But so if women are setting the beauty mm. standards, then it's, it, it's, a, it's a back and forth kind of thing. You told me that data off of those dating apps and obviously yeah those things are all the rage after i got married yeah thank god uh, well i mean they were the rage before i got married but yeah i'm glad i didn't have to deal with that nonsense you told me that because it's it's kind of bleak what is coming out um, of the data coming it, out of it, those it is yeah. if you're a young man today yeah. you're not gonna see any action until you're like your 30s or 40s and, mm. then, and you have to be making money but do you like, think the dynamics has switched where women tend to go for like high value men in terms of just well, financial status? Well, like I've watched, I watch a lot of podcasts, a lot of dating podcasts and stuff, mm-hmm. just to stay in like the know. Yeah. But a lot of the uh, women are born with their value, right? They're already seen as valuable. Yeah, fertility. Uh, well, kind of well stuff, yeah. yeah. Like so, like an eighteen-year-old woman is like the most valuable woman. She's young. She's had less experiences. Um, she's she's at her peak beauty, peak fertility. So, are you saying in terms of being desirable uh, by men? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm talking about on the dating market. Okay. In okay. the dating market, not uh-huh. just in society. Like, there's other value to society. Yes. I'm sir. talking about in the dating market. Okay. So, men, our value in the dating market, we have to earn it. 
mm-hmm. we have to be if you're not attractive you have to be funny you have to make money mm-hmm. you have so we have to earn our value in in the, in the dating marketplace yeah to where a woman wants to be with us because like and, and th- this is how you know this is true because you see all these yachts like these party yachts mm-hmm. how many how many broke ass dudes do you think are on those party yachts not a lot. I would none. Say. <laughs> Absolutely none. Yeah. How many broke 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds, females do you think are on that party yacht? A lot of them. All, all, all of them. <laughs> There's like five rich guys on that yacht yeah. and like 60 young girls. You could see the statistics. Yeah, yeah. And, only and, fans, and, like creator-only Yeah, I mean, only, and only yeah, fans, I mean yeah. that's how it is. Yeah. Not saying whatever, but yeah. I mean, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Like the value's there. So to tie it into our topic, though, what what do you think is happening there? Like, are we? So this is this is this is most more more to say, I guess, about what uh, we perceive to be sexually desirable these days. And um, then, yeah, I mean, and that has changed. Yeah, and I mean, because I remember reading comics in the uh, <laughs> in in the from the fifties, and like there was an ad, "Don't let them call you skinny." And it was it was an ad for women. It was protein exactly. powder. Yeah, it was a protein powder for women because it was and like back in the Middle Ages, if you were a fat, if you were fat, oh, oh, that you were more desirable because that meant you had access to food. Correct. So I mean, you weren't starving to death. Obviously, and that was seen more yeah. beautiful, more out of necessity uh-huh. than anything else. Yeah. But that was the beauty standard there. Which which which, uh, w- w- and I find that fascinating because when I was thinking about this, you clearly see. The cultural zeitgeist of our understanding of beauty right yeah. now has shifted uh, so much well, to this crazy. I mean, our our current beauty standard has been pretty much the same for like the past fifty-ish years. You think? I think so, for mm. the most part. And we're from, since and the seventies. Ours, you mean? It, yeah. oh, America. Uh, yeah, the Western yeah, Western yeah. beauty standard yeah. uh, it has been about the same for like the past fifty-ish years mm. since the seventies. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so slightly like that, our uh, our I mean, glass I, kind not, of shape yeah, is desirable right beauty now. Stand, yeah, the uh, the smaller waist, the which is why we have this extensive plastic surgery culture going on. Yeah, that's it's it's bad. Like, but don't I'm you think s- that ties into the first thing we talked about, which is yeah, the bias obviously for, yeah. yeah. So obviously we are sort of creating this image of perfection. And women tend to be pressurized into looking a certain weight so they can guarantee a high-value man. Um, yeah, and pe- maybe. And that is obviously being rewarded by either monetary... Yeah, but yeah, here, right? here's, here's the thing. What is, like, what is the thing? So there's a thing out there called the female delusion calculator. Okay. And, it, and it, you can put in your requirements yeah. for like what you want to be a man. And it goes off census data. Yeah. So this is factually and statistically correct yeah. and your chances of finding this man. Yeah. Because most women, at least on the dating apps, mm-hmm. they want six feet or taller. Yeah. I hate to break it to you, ladies. That's less than 15% of the population. Really? Of the For male me? population, yes. Less than 15% of the population are six feet or taller. I would imagine it would, it would be slightly more, but okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, he's got to be making six figures. Guess what? That's about 5%. So... Five percent, like the number yeah. gets smaller. That right there is a less than one percent man for you to find. Yeah, because I typed in this information in, but like if you there's a, another box that you can check for, uh, uh, 
if they're married or not, if they're in another relationship. Mm-hmm. So you can check exclude them or include them. Yeah. So if you include them, so if all these women want these men, guess what? Your your best case scenario mm-hmm. is you're gonna have to share that man with another woman. That's crazy. Or multiple women. Yeah. Because there's not enough of those men to go around, and then you feel like you have to settle, and then you're not satisfied with the man you have because you feel like you had to settle for him, so therefore you cheat. Which I don't know how we got onto this topic from there. But <laughs> well, you were, you were venting, yeah. uh, which I understand, <laughs> because you had clearly expressed to me your frustration with the condition of young men these days. Oh, yeah, like they're, they're, they're very disenfranchised, man. Yeah. And, like, it, you're not... Because back in the day, man, like back when we were growing up, mm-hmm. or like you dated who was around you. There was no social media. Mm-hmm. Now women have access to men across the globe. They can get flown out and all kinds of stuff. And that's, I guess that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not necessarily a good thing either. Mm-hmm. Because now, like little Johnny's not having any relationship. He doesn't know how to interact with women. And then he gets into his 30s and he's never been in a relationship before. And now he doesn't know how to handle being in a relationship. And you got your incels and yeah. people that act out in the most heinous way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, like the uh, like the incel culture isn't like what what people say it is, but we'll get into that another day. Okay. Um, so, so so I I, I keep tr- I, I'm trying to sort of find a string like a, something c- connecting these these things that we see. Um, and the thing that you said at the start of the podcast keeps coming back to mind, which is this positive feedback. Oh, yeah. This adulation, this reinf- positive reinforcement of a clearly negative behavior, which is a beauty standard, which is unattainable. Mm-hmm. Um, people getting, I guess, positive reviews for changing themselves yeah. into something they're not. Yeah. Uh, a very brief, what you would consider to be transient confusion about your y- gender yeah, being uh, sort of empowered that, that's a huge thing man. if you enable somebody at their age where they would be slightly disenfranchised or yeah. slightly confused and you sort of give them a pathway to physically change themselves yeah without fully understanding the emotional repercussions the, yeah the, the health repercussions it would be an issue and i guess for me i would always want to go back to so what do we use as a standard to um, what, well, what do we say? What do we what do we, we use? We have as, other as problems to fix first, because hmm? a lot of this stuff is like, like the especially the gender confusion. Yeah. Like, uh, have you seen uh, or heard of this uh, Twitter account libs of TikTok? Mm-mm. Okay, so what they do? This is all they do for the most part mm-hmm. is they repost stuff that far left progressives post on TikTok. And most of them are teachers. Mm-hmm. So a lot of teachers push this stuff in the classroom. So they're being publicly funded to to push their own ideology. That's not what we're being paid for. If you're a chemistry teacher, shut the fuck up and teach chemistry. When I was growing up, man, I didn't know anything about my teachers other than the name and the subject they taught. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if they were married. I didn't know if they had boyfriends, girlfriends. I didn't know if they were gay, lesbian, or straight. Didn't need to. I knew that it was Mr. Johnson teaching me history. Yeah. And that was That's enough. it. Yeah. What do you think changed, Mike? Um, social media. Mm-hmm. Social media. Social media changed. Because back when we were growing up, 
There was no social media. The social media was who you talked to around the school. Yeah. You didn't have enough information to actually explore this crazy fringe ideas. <laughs> well, least. I don't think these fringe ideas were really all there out there. I mean, th- th- they were because uh, th- they started back in the 1970s with John Money. Mm. Like he he started it and like he's a fucking creep okay. in itself. Um, like he's a disgusting human being. Mm. Uh, and he experimented on children with this. Wow. What year is this? Uh, it was in the seventies. Seventies. Right. I don't know. I, I can't. I don't have the exact year pegged. Yeah. But he had uh, two twin boys. He raised one as a boy, one as a girl, uh, and made them commit acts. Okay. Yeah. No, not gonna go that. any further. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah. It's disgusting stuff. Yeah. And then he wrote a book about it, and he's like praised. Like it, they they use his book in in colleges and stuff. Mm. It's disgusting. He's one of the founders of it, of this yeah. whole like uh, trans ideology stuff. Yeah, like, it's it's gross. <sighs> yeah, this, there's some dark shit there, right? Um, I, I mean, not to say that there aren't people who are genuinely feel that way. Mm. Like, I'm pretty sure there are. I don't think it's as large as a population. I'm pretty sure as, it's as, not. as it is. It's just trendy. That's what I think it is. It's trendy. And trend gets amplified by social yeah. media, right? That's the yeah. thing. Like That's it becomes this huge Yeah. Yeah. Like I think I discussed before, like these girls developing Tourette's from watching TikTok videos mm-hmm. of girls who actually have Tourette's. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're picking up ticks. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's that's what this is. It just children, it just sort of di- frames your world. So view. malleable. Yeah. Man. It's an impressionable mind yeah. for sure. They're so malleable. Yeah. You can they're clay. <laughs> yeah, you can mold them to be whatever you want them to be. And that minority, much. just because they tend to be pretty yeah. vocal, oh yeah, it just drowns they, they out they just any other out, voice of reason. They just put out stuff like crazy. Yeah, and there's like it, it's a it's a big grift that's going on right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we don't want this grift. episode blocked yeah. as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> so you know there, you know Tom Segura. I, I've I've yeah. spoken of him before. Yeah. He, I, I don't know a lot of his work, but I know who he is. Yeah. He he's got a couple of uh, specials on Netflix. He and his wife, um, they have a Your Mom's House podcast. Yeah, it's a studio. Pretty pretty cool podcast for for everyone who wants to check them out. Funny, yeah. really funny. Good chemistry. Their yeah. husband and wife. They got two kids. So they were they yeah, always. Cigar, if you want to come yeah. on, clean the air, you know, you can come <laughs> on the barely podcast. Yep, Chris is uh, <laughs> mandatory. Yeah, invite to a super famous person that will never ever. Yeah, come. will never come. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Tom Segura. What if it happens one day, dude? What if it happens? I mean, how shocked are you going to be when I invite President Trump to come on the podcast? And oh, he yeah. just shows up at your house. Let him come, dude. It just, it's my house. Is open hey, for and he, he tells about how huge it's going. Huge. <laughs> Funny, dude. So it happened during the election. They were cycle. talking about um, this lady who. In all accounts, looked pretty reasonable, yeah. like rational human being, well to do, I guess, because yeah. she and her husband were traveling, and I would say to be to be nice, they were a heavy set couple, yeah. right? They're pretty big, I think, and she was very articulate in her complaint about the excursions they were not allowed to to to, yeah. <laughs> to go on because yeah. she was three hundred fifty pounds plus, yeah. and in my short brief medical practice, I've, I've noticed people that would sort of beat around the bush of their personal health problems. Yeah. 
I'm like, your BMI is yeah. uh, 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 almost my it's weight. It's off the charts. It's crazy. Yeah. You, you have a BMI of 48. You yeah. can barely get up. You can't sleep without a CPAP machine. Yeah. If you just lost weight, your diabetes is going to get better. Well, your pressure is going to get better. Every aspect, Everything's of, gonna get every better. aspect of your life Inflammation, will get better. Your, your asthma. Yeah. So what I'm saying is... Like we're, that's we're, how I know this is true. Yeah, is because when I'm thinner, I'm a little bit heavier now. Yeah, but when I'm thinner, oh, I have asthma, fit. which already makes it hard to breathe. Correct. I don't have as much asthma issues when I am smaller. But but you see, you have, you clearly are working on your weight. Yeah. I've seen you go on um, um, uh, keto diet multiple times. Yeah. So to go into the gym again, rein in your weight. Yeah. But you you're one of those people who is aware of yeah. this medical fact. And sort of acting accordingly. Yeah. Th- which is why I because always want to find... <laughs> it's so fucking obvious. It's obvious. Like, when right? these, these people get on stage and they're yeah. like, oh, it's it's he- this is a healthy shape. I'm like, you are out of breath standing there. Exactly. You are standing and yeah. you cannot breathe. Yeah. And I, I don't want to come across as mean, but if I want to be real to myself, I want to ta- tell you this. For most of people out there, yeah. you're just fat. Yeah. You're just so fat. Yeah. That your body is barely sort of going through its daily activity. Your hormones are jacked. Your immunity system is struggling. Yes. You need to exercise. You need to manage your calorie. And now, this is barred cases where there is some metabolic issue. Uh, uh, the, the, congenital. Yeah, but that, do you think that's widespread or do you think that's no, just it's, a... No, it's, yes. it's, a, it's, a, it's a vanishingly small exactly. percentage of the population. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say is we want to qualify those as, as an exception yeah. where we need to help yeah, those. Yeah, and we can. We can. And like, we can qualify There are cases of like thyroid issues. You need help. It's There's also interventions that you could do. Yeah. But we, we're not going to partake in this movement of fat. Uh, accommodation, Wait, well, fat positivity, oh like this should never happen. Because oh. that lady was saying we need some, we need belts, like because yeah. the belt would not fit. Yeah, in an airplane. Yeah, she's like, I need a b- airplanes need to accommodate us. There needs yeah. to be chairs that are did like you, big. Did you, did you see that other lady? It's this is more recent. Yeah, I don't know. She said that airlines need to give out extra seats to uh, to heavier people. I think we we're talking for about the same free. Thing. Oh God, for no. free. This one is because they have a right to travel. Guess what? You don't have a right to travel. Traveling is a privilege. But how did she justify the free part? Because she's overweight. She didn't. That, that's how she justified it. That the airlines even... airlines need to be bigger. Like, do you not understand the the <laughs> complications of getting this? Yeah, pretty much tin can yeah. with wings on it yeah. into the air and flying from one place to the other. There's a cost the, of operation. Yeah. They're the pri- They're precisely the way they are for a damn reason. Correct. <laughs> because any slight change to yeah. that formula can fuck everything up. Well, that plus why should the rest of us suffer to accommodate exactly. to accommodate you? And then uh, the, the company. Obviously, there are there are there are airline companies that are so greedy. They have like us like. Like sardines. Yeah, well, I mean, what what's gonna happen well, but if they're giving out free seats? But to what I'm saying is, if a 250 pound person is yeah. comfortable, it, and this is just this is good enough, right? Yeah. And they're like a, an average height. Yeah. You you cannot tell me a 350 person needs pound person needs to yeah. be accommodated. You cannot tell me you are being society is doing you wrong. Yeah. For not having accommodated. No, you your did yourself thing. wrong. Yeah. Three hundred and fifty pounds Stop going is what the lady is, by the way. Yeah. And she was complaining about a a, a, a ride. Yeah. I guess in Florida or whatever. Yeah. And they were telling her three fifty is the max. 
if she was 349 she could have gone on that yeah. thing yeah. <laughs> like no. oh no i need it to be 350 plus no dude no you do not no see that's the thing not uh, guess what sometimes you can't do shit yeah. I mean, like, it's like back in the day, man. Like, remember, uh, if you're, I don't know if you've ever been to like an amusement park yeah. or a theme park, mm-hmm. you have to be this tall to ride the ride. Yeah. <laughs> there, there were height requirements. For safety. Yeah, for safety. Yes. Yeah. It's the same thing with weight. Exactly. If you're too heavy, it can fuck everything up. Now, this brings me up to the conclusion that I wanted to get and maybe hear your opinion on that. Then, how should we go about advising these people that? tell us they're in the wrong body right so does society um, need to accommodate and well so if people and you did say maybe we should right um well it, it depends man exactly so like for one if you if you feel that way mm-hmm. you should definitely get counseling or therapy something like that first yes, before sir. you do anything precisely to make sure like especially if you're really young if you're really really young because um, if you're a young listener, I don't, I don't know everybody listens. Uh, everybody feels that way growing up. Mm-hmm. I felt awkward in my body. Yeah. I mean, I was literally skin strapped over bones mm. growing up. I felt awkward. I felt like a newborn deer when I was going through puberty. I walked crazy. Mm. Like it, it was. It's an awkward time, dude. Yeah, it's an awkward time. Your yeah. body's changing. And, yeah. it, and I'm not going to tell you it's great. It sucks. It's yeah. miserable, yeah. but it gets better. I guess you discover part of your personality yeah. in that struggle. Yeah, is one thing, it, yeah, it gets better. Yeah, and I know that you hear that about a lot of things at your age. Yeah, if for young listeners, but it does get better afterwards. Like it takes time until your body settles in. It's like a house settling in. Exactly, everything. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, you told me you told me that about my house. Oh yeah, you said you said things were creaking. Yeah, like no, creaking. Like <laughs> there were like two closets which suddenly just did not close. I'm like, what? Is yeah, happening? yeah. Your house shifts on the, on the foundation because yeah. it's not set. Yeah. And that's what especially we're if you live if in it. If your closet does not close, yeah. do not be <laughs> closeted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave um, the door open. Yeah. <laughs> I, I learned about that stuff from my grandfather. My grandfather's yeah. uh He's like a carpenter and stuff. Alive? He's the, yeah, he's still alive. Shout out to your uh, grandpa, yeah. dude. My papa. Your papa? Yeah, that's what I call him. And I like the point you made um, about that medically sound intervention of therapy. Yeah, that before first, me. And then if, you, if, you're, if, you, if society has deemed you not emotionally mature enough to drive or drink, yeah. you should not be able to make a yeah. call on... Any medical decisions. No, Life-altering medical decisions. Absolutely not. It, this, this seems to be so... Like reasonable for me. Well, I we, mean, and it just brings us to the point, which is I think the arbiter of all these things, of all this issue that we have right now yeah. in our culture, should be clearly the science. Yeah, especially medical science. Yeah, but medical science has been co-opted by ideology lately. Yeah, I mean, and that. But you see, this is the only place that we actually have to. To have a conversation that would actually end up in a in yeah. a win or a loss, yeah. and that could be demonstrated. Like to I me. mean, look at look at Mister uh, Doctor the Science Fauci. Yeah, because he is the science. Just so well, Fauci know. wrote the book that I that I uh, that I had to read for two years. So dude, I hate I'm that just, guy. Yeah, <laughs> pick your words, dude. Yeah. That that guy's my god. Oh, well, I mean, he like <laughs> maybe in the past, but he's done some heinous things. 
I don't, I don't know if you know about a lot about his past. Yeah. But he's done a lot of heinous shit. I don't know about um, heinous stuff. Like back in the, I think the 60s, he um, injected orphans with like the HIV virus and stuff like that. You sure about to, that? Yeah. Okay. I'm, sure. I, haven't, I haven't read anything like that. Yeah, I would have to check. Fauci lied and people died. That was the slogan back then. Hmm. But if, for some reason, he was still... Well, well I'll tell you this. Um, for just to, just to sort of not get derailed, but Fauci literally wrote the book on medicine, internal medicine, right now. Yeah, I, and which, I'm, I'm sure. And he's I, you're a not smart denying guy. that contribution. Yeah. I understand, but medicine in general has a checkered past, buddy. Oh, I know it does. It's I, got. I, I know um, it does. But really like, weird stuff. Like you happen. can't come out and tell people not to wear masks, and then tell people to wear masks. And yeah, then, that was a obviously like, a bad call. Like, he, and then giving us, he gave us a lot of misinformation because he was funding the Wuhan lab in China. Well, a company that he funds was funding the Wuhan lab. Yes. So, I mean, it wasn't the him NHS directly. is responsible for yes. multiple labs that so, research gain and of function. Gain of function, yeah, yeah. and gain of function. I which seems I crazy. I see the necessity, but I also don't. Yeah, it seems risky. It's like playing it with fire. It does, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it, we, when they tell, when clearly the the idea is we are getting prepared, staying two steps, one step ahead of the virus yeah. evol- evolution. But you need to have protocols in place yeah. that would guarantee or near guarantee. I mean, this is like safety. Uh, this is like Chern- Chernobyl safety measures we had at this Wuhan lab. Yeah. And then, like you said, the first interventions they introduced during the COVID, which yeah, really the, degraded the, the confidence. Is that he knew. He knew, oh, yeah. and he purposely gave out misinformation. Well, the thing is, they were trying to save equipment for first responders. <laughs> but yes. there, were, there was a different way to go about it. But he, I think he knew that masks weren't going to stop the transfer. They slowed it less than... Well, all right, because uh, the Wearing CDC, it is not going to help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Well, the CDC, but they never told us that. The CDC um, put out a chart of the effectiveness mm-hmm. of it. It was like after 100 days of wearing a mask, it was like 1% effective. Yeah. So so we want to be clear about that. So so here's the, here is the, and people can check this, here's the end all final judgment on masks. Okay. And it, people can verify this data. Like you said, Chris. Wearing it is not going to afford you the protection that we were promised. Yes. Just doesn't. No. What it does is if someone is infected and they're wearing it, yes. it will reduce the amount of droplets living their body yes. and it will afford you a moderate to good protection for other people, which is why we should have all worn it. Now, the only thing is when they, to- when they, tell th- when they told us about this thing, first of all, they told us not to wear it. Well, and then they said wear it. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you got to wear it because that's how you're going to get protected. Yeah. And then they also gave the exact opposite of what they should have done, which is to keep everybody indoors, which yes. was yes. another terrible, yes, terrible, very terrible. Advice. But um, you can say they didn't know much about that. Yeah. I think Fauci knew. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know definitively. Yeah. This is just my opinion. Yeah, I yeah. think Fauci knew and he just didn't say anything because <laughs> he didn't want to out himself. Yeah. Well, I think there were forces at play um, yeah. beyond him, uh, oh, but no. clearly he was the I, man at the helm. He, yeah, he, he was. The buck stops at, he at needs, his door. He needs to go down with the ship, man. <laughs> well, I think he's did. the captain. <laughs> I think he did. Well, yeah, he got fired, didn't he? Well, well, he kind of just let. Well, let yeah, but go. when someone kind of does that, yeah. it means they got fired. 
I mean, it was they're, a they're shit They're trying show, to dude. let people leave the office with dignity. Yeah. But it's like, you got fired. How did we get to Fauci? I don't from know. Body just more I don't <laughs> you know. You and I need to have. Well, we, need a, we need to get, we need to rein ourselves. <laughs> we need a referee. <laughs> but yeah. no, we, I don't think we have derailed too often. I think maybe, maybe, uh, maybe five, six minutes. Yeah. Um, but we we did, we got to hit this point when we were talking about bad medical advice. Oh I guess. yeah, bad yeah. medical advice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but 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 it is true. At least what I was saying is to that in in that regard is at least we can have evidence based conversations when a doctor comes out and says, "Oh, vaccines cause yes. autism." Yeah, that's that's somebody claiming. So, so there was a recent guy on a cardiologist on Joe Rogan who was mm-hmm. claiming statins useless, dude. Yeah. In fact, pretty bad for you. Don't take them. Statin is the most ordered <laughs> cholesterol medication in America. Yeah. It's the most ordered medication, period. Yeah. The guy's like, I've done good research, which you can verify my data. It's not useful for you. It's actually not, not good for you. There, there are things, including dementia, which can come. And this is like things that we need to have a platform to discuss. Yes. This is not, I don't consider this to be a misinformation. No. I want to have an open well, dialogue. I mean, no, well, like... Uh, for everybody knows we do research yeah um uh and for all the stuff i check uh it's it's verified on like either government websites or it's um uh peer-reviewed studies stuff like that so we we don't we don't want to come out here and give misinformation that's why we try to do our research we do our due diligence before we talk on a topic we pick a topic like during our weekend when we're working together mm-hmm. and then we spend the week either researching it or it, like for the last episode we didn't really need to research it because it was ourselves yeah <laughs> yeah but i still i still checked my birth certificate yeah <laughs> wait we we you had you had to research yourself do i exist I forgot the month <laughs> you have an existential crisis am i am i a brain in a vat <laughs> that solipsism just hits you and you're like ooh. yeah but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it just always has to come down to something that we can reliably discuss, put evidence forth, and then maybe just debate these things. Because I think things are going just way out of control right now. Yeah, well, which is why I, like, I think this podcast, uh, for the viewers to listen, it resonates mm-hmm. with them because we are two regular guys. Yeah. We're not political figures. No. We're, not comp- we're not experts on any topic for the most part. Yeah. And we can just sit down and have a calm and rational discussion about things. Like, we don't get heated at each other. We don't, like, we don't stop the conversation because it's triggering or anything like that. Or, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, we just keep going with it. And I think keen listeners will understand. There are places that you and I sort of not necessarily see eye to eye. But there's always a way for us to come to yeah. a, a rational conclusion of Damn things socialist. which is right <laughs> Damn socialist Damn socialist is what he's <laughs> calling me under his Yeah yeah I mean <laughs> but yeah but we see eye to eye on most things that's the thing Yeah another thing that makes this resonate with people is cuz we're you're from freaking Ethiopia dude. Yes sir and we still can come eye to eye sit at a table yeah. and discuss things Yeah I, I think one day we'll delve into how that informs our views but it's shocking to me and this was I think most of our conversations in the early days were yeah. like, how is it possible that I could come from such a starkly different background Yeah, and clearly see the shocking aspects of our culture now in yeah. this country? Is well, like I mean, like, and 
consider where most people would probably see you. Yeah. Because it's where most people see me. Mm. Is that most people would probably see you as conservative. Mm-hmm. Even though I know you're not. Mm. Right? It's because p- most like um, progressives right now are so far to the left yeah. that everybody not where they are mm-hmm. seems to be on the right. Yeah. Even yeah. though I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm, uh, I have nothing against conservatives when I see the purpose of it. Yeah. And but it's like, I, I'm so middle of the road, dude. I'm yeah. such a milk toast fence sitter. I, I, I can <laughs> actually attest to that. We ran. Um, do you remember that night we did a test? Oh yeah, the, uh, the political. And it was shocking spectrum. how Chris. Came I was, I was in almost the a bullseye, man. Like, I was almost it, a bullseye. It didn't even like statistically make sense. It was like right in the, the middle because he was responding to questions. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, there's the political questions yeah. that they ask you on what you think about yeah. certain things, and yeah. I was just like, I was like right on the middle and just a a smidge to the left mm. of center. Yeah. And, but which I d- which you do have some 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 liberal values. Y- well, just well, li- liberal has been uh, co-opted it to co-opted to mean something. Yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't. Li- liberal and libertarian yeah. pretty much mean the same thing. Mm. Like I, I agree that anybody should be able to do what they want as long as they're not infringing upon other people's yes, rights. So so if you want to go get your surgery, go get yeah. your surgery. And but uh, we're having a discussion of whether or not that's healthy yeah. for you. Exactly. Uh, which it probably isn't. Is not. You no. can go do what you want yeah. as long as you're a consenting adult. Yes, sir. I, and, uh, I, and when it gets into children, that's where I think it crosses the line because absolutely. they don't really have any say. Yeah, it, there is an EQ, oh, an emotional yeah. intelligence that you need to f- first. You, you don't have that emotional maturity to make that kind of decision. You just well, well, do not. It's not even just emotional maturity. You don't have just the knowledge, the cognition. Yeah. yeah, you don't because you, you don't know. Like when you're growing up, you have no idea what's going on with yourself. Like people tell you, but it, it doesn't make sense because it no. doesn't it doesn't feel right. I, like honestly, I didn't feel like I knew what the fuck I wanted out of life. Yeah. Until I turned twenty seven. Oh, uh, dude, I I just found out what I wanted <laughs> out of life, and I'm and yeah. I'm turning thirty eight this year. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty fascinating how we allow these kids who whose prefrontal cortex has yeah. not even plugged in just yet. Yeah. Oh, do you want to make life altering yeah. decisions? Yeah, like, and the and the and the the uh, best thing that we have to look at, at this is Jazz Jennings. You know who Jazz Jennings is? Uh, Jazz Jennings was a boy uh, whose whose parents transitioned him at a very young age. He was a child, mm-hmm. so he had the surgery and everything. And um, he, uh, this person is depressed um, because, uh, come on, a straight man. Again, the majority when I say this, yeah, yeah of course, are not going to date Jazz yeah. Jennings. Yeah, mm. they're not. Yeah. Is there a guy out there who will? Yeah, probably, but it's probably not going to be a guy that Jazz Jennings wants to date. <laughs> yeah. Your yeah. Channing Tatum's, your Ryan Reynolds of the world, yeah. are not going to date Jazz Jennings. Yeah, and and uh, another thing is, is like once you get that bottom surgery, this this is what really baffles me is that people say it's the same it's not when you get that bottom surgery you have to dilate down there for the rest of your life or it closes and you want to know why that is it's a wound it is a wound that is trying to heal yeah it it is not a quote-unquote vagina it is not 
It is a wound that you cut into yourself, and it is trying to close because that's what wounds do. It's vagina light. Yeah. That's what it is. The faux, faux vagina, man. <laughs> it's the impossible <laughs> vagina. And I mean, it, it's they they have to dilate for the rest of your life, and that is painful because you have to yeah. pretty much reopen the wound <laughs> constantly. Yeah, I I was not entirely clear on what you meant by bottom surgery, but now I understand yeah. you you meant the um you're yeah, referring the, to the, the gender realignment surgery. Yeah, the general surgery. It's pretty crazy. Um, well, they, uh, the, to to make things simple, it's top and bottom surgery. Yeah, so it's the top and the thing. And, yeah. I like that. I like that reference. Yeah, yeah. the the other one is. An it, awful it's without having to say you know gender realignment surgery. Disgusting part out loud. Male to male. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this though. Um, so during my surgical re- attachment back yeah. home. Obviously, you're curious about because that's that was where my passion was. Yeah. And I I I looked up the procedure. Yeah. Obviously, nobody's making that happen back home. Yeah. No, it's not even a, it's not even it's not even close to our thing thought process, but I looked it up. Um, and I was shocked by how simple it was. Yeah. And clearly, you said accurately that they need to use progressively increasing dilators to maintain patency of mm-hmm. the, 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 of, yeah. the, of the site. Um, so it's easy to say, it's easy to, to clearly see your body is not Designed adapting. to do that, yeah. yeah. Um, there are times when you see some women transitioning to, from female to male. As soon as they start testosterone, they tell you that the transformation of my body is as if I was meant to be a man. You hear yeah. that quite often. Well, testosterone is a like a, it a does really that. affirming hormone. It man. does that. Correct. Yeah, it, it makes you feel like it, yeah. If you take, if you're going to grow a beard. Yeah, you you feel your voice will deepen. Yeah, invariably. Yeah, you will. Well, grow I mean, a you beard. see that with women who had just have high testosterone levels yeah. in general. Uh, people that are abusing uh, yeah. exogenous steroids yeah. for women, you can clearly see atrophy of the labia, yeah. um, just losing of that, um, the gynecoid appearance of the yeah. hips, which is what you need to have yeah. babies. You will lose your egg count. You will have generally features that, when it, like the fat mm-hmm. all over the body kind of changes into a muscle. Yeah. You you generally lose that figure of a feminine yeah. figure. Uh, and, the, and another thing, or talking yeah. about hormones, another yeah. thing back to Janice Jennings, right? Mm-hmm. So about a couple of years ago, Janice Jennings was really thin, and like uh, Jazz got uh, more estrogen implanted. So um, and estrogen's really bad if you want to be thin, because estrogen likes to hold on to fat, um, so it makes weight loss harder. Mm. Um, and not only that, and this is for if we have any young listeners out there listening with their parents, uh, pull your child away for this one. Um, you no longer get sexual gratification once you have these surgeries. It's like 90% of people don't. Uh, according to um, a surgeon that was talking with Matt Walsh. No, I, it's I, like, it's I can like, tell you exactly it's why. Roughly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's because you're cutting everything up. Well, you will not have so the the point of pleasure sensation for women is the obviously everybody knows the clitoris. Yeah, you have the nerve endings inside the the rugae of the yeah. vagina. That is gone. Yeah. you don't have that. What ends up being the inside of the vagina. Yeah, and we're being so detailed today. Yeah, <laughs> to so medically accurate. Yeah, uh, is literally the outside of the penile shaft. Yeah, the skin. 
Yeah. So there's no, there's no sense there's no sensory organ there. Yeah. The only thing that actually ends up being an actually a live sensory organ, like a with with a sensation that would be sexually pleasurable, is a like one third of the glands of the penis yeah. is cut away and retracted to look to like to be reconstructed into a clitoris. Yeah. That's the only side of um, sensation. Yeah. Now but one can make the argument that you don't need an organ. To be sexually well, pleasured? Yes, but let me ask you: yeah. If you are no longer allowed, able to feel sexual pleasure, what what kind of mental health does that cause? Precisely, because that that right there, yeah, that right there, I think is what causes a lot of the depression. Yeah, you get that surgery, and you no longer just the feel sexual gratification. Is different. Yes, yes, yeah, that's depressing. So yeah, I, I can see why depression skyrockets and suicide rate is h- so high in that community. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's a good point. So that expectation of the outcome of the surgery is usually not commensurate yeah. with reality. So p- people end up being extremely depressed. And it is, for all intents and purposes, irreversible. Yeah. Uh, the procedure that I saw, I recall the doctor saying something pretty ominous. I was like, I did not realize. I was like, oh, it's surgery. Because like, I'm yeah. not easily sort of thrown back back by the by the blood and everything Mm -hmm. so you start dissecting the testicles and everything it just looks like everything was obliterated but what happened was the doctor says i could essentially right now stop close everything back up and we can go back yeah but then you do something called architectomy which is the yeah taking away of the testicles it like he chopped it away it's like right now it's permanent yeah and then yeah that's the thing it's like Dude, like once you make that choice, yeah. you're not having kids. That's an awakening. Yeah. Yeah. You're not having kids. And then you'll have to be on uh, hormone replacement yeah. for the rest of your life. So just like everything, yeah. like Well, I mean, it's like you you purposely gave yourself a medical condition that you have to constantly maintain. Exactly. It's like you didn't have this medical condition yeah. and now you have to buy medicine yeah. and you have to constantly go and get uh treatment and procedures done to maintain this. Yeah. Absolutely. Th- th- for one, that's financially and and uh, mentally yeah. taxing. It's a load on our healthcare system. Yeah. That we don't need. No, absolutely yeah. not. You make a, a van- uh, th- I think the that's the nail in the cuff in the coffin for this point. We don't know how much of this is a, me- a mental health issue. Uh, we don't know how much of this is I, a I genuine. Th- and this is a rough estimate on my part. Yeah. I don't have any accurate. Mm-hmm. I think about. Probably somewhere, and it's a high number. Yeah, eighty to ninety percent is a a a I'm mental. I'm not gonna thing. lie to you. I'm, I'm compelled to agree. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the evidence is just out there. Yeah, it's because people feel that they don't belong. Yeah, especially men right now, right? Mm-hmm. So men feel disenfranchised because yeah. we're told that we're garbage, and that mm. sucks to hear. I, I get it. So yeah. it's like, why why, why would I want to be a man when I right now? I can become a woman and then I don't have to feel that. And then I'm protected and then I'm showered with love. Mm-hmm. And that's what people, I mean, deep down, that's what people want. They want to be loved by someone else. Yeah. They want to be cared for. And you know what? If there's out there, there's people out there and they're treating you like crap. Guess what? Don't talk to those people. Yeah. Cut those people out of your life because you don't need them. They're dead weight to you. Yeah. If there's people out there who are negative influence. Mm-hmm. Get rid of them. They're useless to you. Well, I couldn't agree more. I, I'll I'll tell you this just to uh, summarize my 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 final. I d- again, 
it's it's important for people to notice that you and I have not really said anything in terms of the political uh, implications of this. No, the right left situation. This is entirely about people making choices that they would potentially regret. Things that we do not really need to go down. Conversations that we need to have in terms of what is medically relevant for our children, Um, because. I would for I can be as liberal as I want to be as progressive on on many topics, but I can sit down in here and tell you if my daughter, yeah, when she's twelve, told me told, told me she she wants to be a boy, yeah, no, I would say no, yeah, I would say you will not do this right now. Yeah. Just you need to grow up a little more. Yeah. So why should it be different for for any? Yeah, other it, it really shouldn't thing. be. Well, speak. I think it's like uh, <laughs> it's, it's like the uh, the. Uh, uh, it's kind of like the Asian parent stereotype where they show off their kids like as yeah. trophies kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, my kid's a pianist kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, granted, th- that's what I think. It, uh, that's what I think it is. Yeah. It's like people are like, oh, my, well, my child's trans. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, they, like it's a. That's so. Like it, they're, li- they're living vicariously through their kids. Yeah. It's it's like stop forcing your kids to be something they're not like a pageant to, parent, but only yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of like a pageant parent. Oh God, yeah, yeah. We need to get back to some conservative well, value of um, understanding. Well, I this is not what we need to do. Yeah, we we need to shift back a little bit towards the center. We're too we're yeah. too far to the left right now. The yeah, the, the 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 only conservative. <laughs> so this is what what I recognize in me as a conservative value. I think the idea of family. Is pretty important. I think the idea oh, of yeah, maintaining absolutely. some kind of co- coherence when it comes to gender is important, so we don't yeah. get lost in the in this kind of noise that we have right now. Yeah, we need to call fat people fat. Yeah, tell them get in shape. Yeah, get in shape. Limit the calorie. Well, get it, enough sleep. I mean, exercise. because right there, most of our healthcare issues are due to obesity. Exactly. Like that would put less of a strain. Yeah. On I mean, because t- come on, man, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you've seen the reinforced toilets, yeah. right? It's like it's like we have toilets reinforced so they can hold the pound of some yeah. the poundage of someone who's yeah. way beyond the limits because they break the toilets. There are people that are on that my six hundred pound life or whatever show. Oh TLC my god, show. that show's ridiculous. So we've we've actually changed like we've actually changed the whole spectacle into an inter- entertainment. Yeah. This is how yeah, depraved it's, society has yeah, become. Yeah, it really is. It's fucked up. It's My crazy. sister used to watch that show. <laughs> so, Dude, I watch it. Yeah. Just well, in sheer amazement. I, yeah, I don't know if she still does. Yeah. But like, I remember seeing this episode, man. This is this black woman, and she yeah. had like this family. And she, like, they had, she was bedridden. She could not get out of bed. Most of them They had to shower are. her in bed. Most of them are. And yeah. I just remember they, they brought her a pizza. And there's this little white. They had like a white boy adopted. He was scrawny as hell. Right, as be like little me, and God. he reaches for a slice of pizza. She slaps the shit out of his hand. <laughs> Buy pizza. Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's you a got condition. three pizzas on your belly. Yeah, and the, and these people, you can hear him talk as if they have rights or they're being abused. Yeah, well, obviously, it, you have rights, human rights. Well, but okay. we also have the right to tell so you medically people, you're morbidly obese. This is one thing people mm-hmm. conflate privileges with rights. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do not have a right to travel. Traveling is a privilege due to access. That, you, ha- the, you have the, the right a to private, be able yeah. to have the privilege to travel. Yes. Like, no one can stop you from traveling if you have the yes. means to do exactly. so. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But 
you, no one has a, the... A private company can refuse service to you because you yes. are not... You're going to so, break their shit. <laughs> you do not have the right to have special accommodations nope. to you to travel. No. Absolutely That not. is a privilege. If someone yeah. specially accommodates you, then you are now privileged. Yeah. So that... Cut yeah. that shit out. You exactly. do not have a right to that. Yeah, I, I, I we don't want to, we don't want to sound mean, but this is one of those times when, you, when you, when you need to call a spade a spade. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's done. It, this is it. We're in the time side that you know, Papa needs to put his foot down. <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> enough if you is ever enough. Ever referred to yourself yeah, yeah, as Papa well, not, in front of me? Not me. I'm just talking <laughs> about society. Okay, it's I'm not talking about me as Papa. I'm talking <laughs> about just society. Yeah, uh, we I need to put that. our foot down. Yeah, say enough is enough. Yeah, put your shit together. Get in bed, get back in line. Like, you know, we need to treat people like children. Yes. I mean, look at what's happening in sports. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's so bad, man. Yeah. Like, and it That's keeps happening. That's a whole happening. other Pandora yeah. box we don't even want to open. Oh, my God, yeah. man. I feel bad for biological women. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's getting to the point where I think we need to create, we need to re- rebrand yeah. the sports. Yeah, separate. So, male sports, yeah. female sports. Instead of women and men, because yeah. of what's going on right now. Yeah. Actually, I think there should be a different league for trans men. There should. Yeah. There yeah. should, but I, there's not enough. I don't think for them well, to actually like be a league. Well, for example, <laughs> NWA. So most of them will have one person competing by themselves. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, obviously, and then well, it's going to die out because oh, the attention-seeking is one of the things. This was fucking awesome. Well. Made me fucking so happy. Okay. Uh, there was a track run. And more women need to do this. More women need to do this. Mm-hmm. If there's a trans athlete in your in your group, do this. So all these women, there, there was a uh, there's a wasp behind you. Um, it flew away. Um, there, there was a track rate, and this dude is like, le- he's gone. It flew away. Mm-hmm. Uh, leagues ahead of these women. Leagues ahead, and the the second, third, and fourth p- person. They didn't even go to the podium. So the dude was just standing up there by themselves. Because yeah. it was, the gap was so massive, yeah. man. It, it, you can see the clear advantage that testosterone has. Correct. Which is why that somebody, I, I heard somebody say, if you had not started transitioning before the age where testosterone starts to afford you yeah. an obvious advantage, yeah. you should not be allowed to that, that, But Even that is like just sort of, Splitting hair, yeah. But if I you mean, have transition, I think you should not. You should, there should be a different league. I mean, like, it's like look at Leah Thomas, and mm. like that's why I don't think this stuff is genuine. Mm. I think people, a lot of people doing this are perverts, mm. and uh, and just they they want to be they want to be number one, and everybody wants that, right? Everybody wants to be the best. I get it. That's yeah. competition. That's human nature. We strive to be the best. But that's not how you. But, but by not going so into a smaller pool, Leah Thomas was like the two hundredth best swimmer. Yeah. Out of college level swimmers. Mm-hmm. Transitions comes number one best female swimmer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. hey, we're change was. How about the how about the patriarchy there, guys? Yeah. Men yeah. are better at being women than women are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We Chris we've won we've grasped. won woman of the year five years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I think we should always just harken back to a medical advice. Yeah, be more I mean, obviously, grounded, man. And it's, then, yeah, maybe, maybe we might go back to something reasonable. Well, like if I was a, if I was a woman right now, yeah, I would be so pissed. Yeah, 
I would be so pissed. You know what, though? You could be. I could be. You could be. I, you know what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Chris transitions, then no, um, this whole happen. point would have been moot. Yeah. And I would have to delete I'm this gonna go record. I'm going to go on the other side of the aisle now. And no. Absolutely not. I mean, man. it might be like, you might be like, represent the barely a podcast team yeah, on the, just on, go yeah. and just under go undercover well when the, i mean we've already got banned off two platforms so yeah go undercover yeah we gotta and go then. undercover <laughs> i'll just put a, i'll just put on a dress dude i don't even gotta do anything yeah no actually i don't even need to do that no. i can just say i'm a woman yeah, exactly and then just make go. the claim but you have to live how like a woman gender. how dare you assume my gender sir <laughs> um, yeah yeah it's ridiculous dude it's fucking mm. ridiculous for those people that are um on the heavy side working on their body kudos to you yeah we appreciate those that feel that recognize the problem and actually actively working towards it yeah it's, give it's, yourself some time and there, not only that it's better st- for your mental health exactly too. don't starve yourself it's, just stick to a good healthy program it's better for you you're yeah. all around health your mental health your physical health i mean you just feel way better exactly um we and just wanted to say that we want to give shout out to the people yeah. that are actually working at Making yeah, themselves better and not really uh, seeking out a shortcut, you know? Yeah. You don't need to change the narrative. Change your body. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean. Saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> up. All right, Chris. Yeah. Well, I, think, I think we laid it into them today. Yeah, we, we did it. We, <laughs> laid, we laid it in hard. <laughs> yeah. And if you do transition, come on, just, yeah. just make it happen. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean... <sighs> Commit to something. Well, I mean, I can't do. I mean, I, I could because I could be the first woman president when I run in twenty twenty four. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that would piss Hillary off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, I tried it multiple times. And this guy just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, sir, woman. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like uh, the Ricky Gervais joke um, about uh, his penis. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I forget how it goes, but he yeah he he's like sort of reenacting a conversation between Caitlyn Jenner and uh, her doctor. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, I like uh, yeah. He but he but his penis, yeah. her penis. <laughs> Ricky Gervais is a legend. Yeah, I like Ricky. Gervais. Well, see, he he slept on me for a long time. Yeah, because I didn't know anything about him for mm. like ages, and then like he kind of it was pretty much like his Oscars yeah. thing. Or was it the Grammys? Oh, he he obliterated oh those God, people. Oh my God, dude! He laid into Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. which Hollywood needed deservedly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They 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 needed a rude awakening. Like it's they just felt like they're in their ivory towers. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. When do we start taking fucking political policy from celebrities? Like when crazy. did we start doing that, man? Like who cares what yeah. Mark Ruffalo thinks about anything? Except about what was the thing yeah, that blows up uh, his movies. No, no, no. What was the thing that, that the green thing that uh, was it? Omega. What kind of radiation is that? Uh, gamma. Gamma. Except gamma radiation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> I we have a culture of thinking celebrities think, are important. I think uh, Dave Chappelle made this joke. Yeah. <laughs> about like the the BML rise and like we got to see what Ja Rule has to say about this yeah who the fuck cares what job <laughs> rule thinks about this shit and that's i guess the point right like you don't want to hear this commentary from people that are relevant to us you don't want to take activism points from people that just sort of take this as a you know as yeah a, as a, well, as it's a just hobby like, when did we start doing this man yeah exactly 
like a I'm 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 gonna I'm just waiting to see the disgust in your face when I tell you this. Remember that Drew Barrymore? Oh yeah, when she bowed down to Dilma yeah. Lady. Fucking ridiculous, <laughs> dude. Just rolled my fucking eyes there. Uh, Chris just uh, gave me the well, the biggest that, eye that roll d- ever. That dude, like, and I know people have to know, right? Yeah. It's like I can't be the only one who fucking sees this. Man or woman, he's crazy. It's. It, it well, not that. It's like. It's a grift. Stop, yeah. stop giving it. Like, look at. Do you remember that? Uh, it was back in the day, right? Uh, it was uh, Oprah Winfrey when she did that book thing, The Million Little Pieces guy. He mm. wrote a book called The Million Little Pieces. Okay. But it turns out like all that crap was fake. It was supposed to be like a autobiography. Okay. And then uh, Oprah had him on, and like, uh, she because you know when Oprah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like acknowledges a book or whatever, yeah. it just blows up blows and everybody up, yeah. buys it. So this guy got famous. Yeah. And then, um, Oprah tore that dude to shreds, dude. After she found out all that crap in the book was fake, like she ate that dude alive. Yeah. Alive. Why aren't we doing that to this guy? Because we could all see that this is fake, but we're all just like, yeah, yeah. All right, brilliant let, woman. Let's then you <laughs> and I make a bet that just in a couple months, Drew Barrymore. Is going to apologize for oh she won't sucking up to well you never know uh, I I don't think she okay will. I'm making a call uh, okay I'm making a bet Drew Barrymore is going to do that all right Bud Light still hasn't apologized yeah and they're going bankrupt yeah. <laughs> well they they if they apologize I think it would be worse for them is different uh no it's already they're being boycotted on both sides yeah so they're giving beer out for free because it's going to cost them money to take it back <laughs> that's what they're doing right now. Yeah, so because uh, like they're it giving to get out, rid of stuff, yeah. They're giving out twenty dollar rebates on twenty dollar cases of beer because it is gonna cost them more money to, get to take of, it back because yeah. they can't they can't afford to do that. Well <laughs> so it's cheaper for them to give away their product for free. <laughs> I don't want this podcast to be bash Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> it's not podcast. like I, d- I really don't it, it's it's not Dylan Mulvaney. But it does tie up to where, what we were saying, which is Yeah, because I don't 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 succumb to bad. I don't narratives. really care about that guy, but no, no, you don't. Just I, it was weird that you have that picture of him in your wallet. I mean, yeah, that's I know. Weird. You know I, well, I have. You should see the framed one I have. He's yeah. riding a unicorn. <laughs> it's on the wall. Lauren <laughs> wants me to take it down, but I told her no. No, but just you need to fight it's for my your art. right to have. A, it's my art. It's my art. Yeah. Does he have a beard in that picture? No, I, I, I clean shaven. Because I know you like your girls with beards. <laughs> clean shaven. Uh, he's in. He's in a. He's in a onesie. <laughs> and a wife beater. <laughs> no, but uh, no, it's it's ridiculous, man. Well, we hope uh, common sense prevails. Uh, we got it. It has to. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. It has Lovely to. talking to you as always, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Thank. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, we'll be same time next week. Yes, sir. And, we should, uh, uh, are we yeah. up on um, iTunes? Not yet. Still not yet. Yeah. Um, but you can follow us on Twitter at A Barely Podcast. I'm going to set up a true social since we've been kicked off um, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, the appeal has came back negative. We are no longer going to be allowed on Facebook right. and Instagram. Because we'll, we'll wear that as a badge of honor. All of our harmful content yeah, that exactly. we put out. <laughs> Just our bigotry. Exactly. All this misogyny, bigotry, um, and uh, 
racism yeah, coming out of this podcast. Yeah, yeah the yeah. black man and the white man. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, we're because we're preaching white power. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. yeah the black white supremacist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Well, we yeah. don't mind. Um, we wish everybody a happy uh, weekend. Yeah, well, I can't. Memorial Day's coming up. Have a Sorry. happy Memorial Day. All right. Yep. Take care. Take Appreciate care, guys. See you next week. Mm-hmm. Thank you.